the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been hospitalized but is reportedly in good condition as he undergoes an evaluation. One media report out of Israel says Netanyahu fainted but is doing well now in the hospital. As the number of Democrat leaders and lawmakers start to back away from President Biden, Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn says Biden's age is quickly becoming a factor. He just looks like an old guy that is not able to get his act together. And um, I think this is why you're seeing the conversation change in Democrats in growing numbers are encouraging him to not run. Senator Blackburn interviewed on the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flatline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. On Wednesday, August 23rd, featuring a Patriot host, we will have the first ever Patriot event of its kind. Tickets go on sale for Patriot Fan Club members Monday at 7 a.m., so sign up for the fan club right now at am1280thepatriot.com. Tickets go on sale at 12 p.m. Monday for non-fan club members. Keep listening to The Patriot for full details. Looking at your weather forecast, tonight's low around 60 degrees, partly cloudy skies. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, ShotInTheDark.info, my game. The uh, One of the two remaining charter members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, along with King Banyan, heard Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM1440, The Businessman. Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at 3 o'clock live in the studio here today with uh, his usual cast of thousands. It's going to be fun. Always is. And, of course, uh, Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3. I'd like to thank uh, – see, we actually had a regular broadcast last week. Well, it's it's <laughs> July's are always kind of crazy. We're going to have a little bit of uh, back and forth as to who's on the air and who's not and who's filling in for who this next couple months here. But this is uh, – it's, it's, uh, we're back to normal here for the month of July for the most part. So stay tuned. Uh, if, those of you who set your watches by who's on the air Saturdays and Sundays will have no big surprises coming up here. Anyway. Speaking of big surprises, if you've been following the economic news about Minnesota, you may have had a big surprise this past week, uh, presuming that you don't pay attention to how the media and DFL, part of the redundancy, uh, come to some of their conclusions. Now, we've been talking for months about uh, survey uh, information from John Phelan of the Center of the American Experiment about the trouble Minnesota's having economically. For example, new IRS data shows the number of Minnesotans fleeing to Florida increased by 47% in the in the most recent year uh, that for which they have records. This is, uh, this. And by the way, Census Bureau data going back to December 2021 shows that Minnesota lost a net 13,000 odd residents to other states. Uh, businesses, I mean, the IRS is showing that we're losing net income 
to other states. Biz- Minnesota businesses are, if not shipping themselves, certainly shipping jobs and uh, to other states. And honestly, when was the last time you saw a new manufacturing plant here in Minnesota? I mean, as I've said, some of my DFL friends say, hey, well, what about all the Fortune 1000 companies headquartered in the downtowns? Well, yeah, it's a great place to be a Fortune 1000 executive. I mean, if you're the CEO of, of Target or, or Medtronic or, or, or well, if you're CEO of Medtronic, you don't live in Minnesota anymore. Uh, but back when they did, or Ecolab or, or any of the big companies that are still based out of the Twin Cities, it's a great place to be a, a, a white-collar, C-level, D-level executive. It's just that the blue-collar jobs, the new jobs, the small businesses are largely not happening or not happening nearly as much here. That's IRS data. So if you're up for a bit of a surprise, you got one the other day uh, when the phalanx of DFLers, as I mentioned in the previous segment, apparently controlled centrally. That would fit, wouldn't it? Centrally controlled from the DFL Social Media Central Command Headquarters. I'm going to guess it's somewhere at the DFL headquarters on Plato Boulevard. All nearly simultaneously, as if <laughs> as if on cue, posted a link to a survey, a list, if you will, not even a survey, a list from CNBC in which and, and this is this is something that that just had them all floating on air. It was a list of the states in order of uh, business climate or uh, top states for business. That's what it was listed as at, at that noted conservative tool, CNBC, uh, listing America's, quote, top states for business. And coming in at number five was Minnesota. Coming in at number six in this, I'm sure, completely uh, valid and not biased and not jiggered survey, not in any way, was Texas. Now, this this gave the DFL a, a day or two of of yucks and cheap giggles. And by the way, they never pointed out the top of the list, but uh it it was interesting when you read through the the, the actual article involved from CNBC and the articles about the about the list. Uh pointing out it's uh Minnesota came in one slide ahead of Texas and uh and by the way, I think it's interesting that I'm old enough to remember when I moved to Minnesota that the Twin Cities and Minnesota were really envious of New York to the point where they they called themselves the Mini Apple. Minneapolis called its city slogan for a while. There was the Mini Apple, like almost like New York. And... That, that just sort of shows you the level of inferiority complex the state has. And, and now... And now it's Texas. Apparently, Texas is the big rival because, I mean, who would want to compare yourself to New York City anymore? Anyway, so we came in one slot ahead of Texas. But what's the rationale for this list? Which, by the way, is from CNBC, which is always Democrat-friendly. Not as Democrat-friendly as MSNBC, but certainly not to be mistaken for Fox Business. Uh, let's talk about the factors. To quote the rankings, CB, uh, CNBC uh, featured in metrics across 10 categories listed in order of their weight. In other words, uh, in descending order of how much they count towards these rankings that left Minnesota one slot ahead of Texas. These rankings are, and I'll just run through them all before we talk about each of them. Workforce. Infrastructure. Economy, life, health, and inclusion, cost of uh, doing business, technology and innovation, business friendliness, education, access to capital, and cost of living. Those are the 10 factors. Now, do you notice a theme in those 10 factors, which, by the way, are listed in descending order of importance? The things early in the list counted much more than the things that that were late in the list. So let's talk about these factors. Workforce. 
Well, it's certainly easy to hire workers, especially trained, capable, competent, uh, qualified workers in Minnesota. Because there there are a number of them out looking for work. I, I mean, it's it's a nebulous category. It's hard to find people in Texas. It's hard to find people here. Infrastructure. Well, that's one of those things that is entirely in the eye of the beholder. Uh, Democrats will look at the the power grid failing a year and a half ago in Texas during the winter, I believe 2020, maybe two and a half years ago, and go, all right, look at that infrastructure falling apart. Well, that was, by the way, Democrats' fault as well. But uh, so, so they probably docked Texas a few points on that. And probably also counted the existence of light rail lines, which, by the way, contribute nothing economically, but it's part of infrastructure. Uh, Let's see, there's a general note about economy. Meaning what? Uh, Unemployment numbers, perhaps. Things that that, that vary widely for a wide variety of reasons and and are completely uh, interpretable by standards that, 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 well, bring up the whole idea that uh, statistics uh, lie, can be turned into lies. Uh, life, health, and inclusion. Oh, boy, there you go right there. They wait. The presence of, of inclusive, pol- of, of statutorily inclusive policies and life and health, meaning, just read between the lines, meaning is it a pro-life or a pro-choice state? Do they fetishize infanticide? and chemical and surgical neutering of children or not. That counts more. It's weighted higher in the list than the next four or five uh, items in the list, the cost of doing business. So the infrastructure that, let's, let's just say they're, they're taking big points away because of the power grid problems uh, or the presence of of. Uh, of pro-infanticide uh, and pro-neutering of children laws counts for more than the cost of doing business, of technology and innovation, which Minnesota used to lead at, by the way, and has now fallen way behind. Texas is where the technology and innovation are coming from these days. 35 years ago, that was not the case, by the way. Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis the Twin Cities, Minnesota in general, were a center of technology and innovation. In the 80s and 90s, we were the, the epicenter of supercomputer development, the, uh, one of the greatest centers in America at medical and pharmaceutical research. That's all gone, or certainly a shadow of what it used to be. Oh, and by the way, we're not even done yet. The, cost, uh, the health, life, health, and inclusion, in other words, abortion and gender denial care, comes in ahead of the cost of doing business, technology and innovation, business friendliness. Uh, the, the whole category of business friendliness comes in third from the bottom, along with education, access to capital. I mean, you've got to have access to capital to start a business unless you're already phenomenally wealthy. And cost of living. Can workers afford to live there? In Texas, they can. In the metro, uh, unless you're a Fortune 1000 white-collar worker or someone involved in technology, it's a lot harder than it used to be. I mean, I moved to the Twin Cities in 1985, so what, 17 years ago, because it was affordable, among other things. It's not the case anymore. So you look at this this list, which flies in the face of the data the IRS itself has been putting out about Minnesota. And you see that the, that the DFL's been crowing about it. I mean, Dean Phillips, I, I quoted him, but it was also the governor, the lieutenant governor, all of the, 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 the chattering bots in the legislature were saying, yeah, Minnesota beats Texas. Yeah, according to a list that f- was designed to favor states on the left. I mean, given the weight of the factors involved, I'm surprised Minnesota came came in out of the top. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm surprised Texas came in the top 30 under those criteria because that's what it was designed for. The list is a puff piece intended to, to, to 
to to give a big attaboy to Democrats for doing what Democrats do, spend and regulate, and to gaslight the population into thinking, huh, Democrats must be doing something right. No, they're not. The IRS itself, not a friend to conservatives, showed us that within the past two months. Uh, much more to come. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go Noah. We'll be right back. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Find intelligent talk anytime by streaming AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Don't let the settled concrete around and in your home be a problem any longer. Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We use a high-density polyurethane foam to lift and fill the voids beneath your sidewalk, driveway, patio, and more. It's a permanent, non-invasive solution that uses a much smaller drilled hole than your typical mudjacking repair. With over 18 years of experience, we are your go-to for concrete lifting. Fix your uneven concrete today. For a free estimate, contact your professionals at expertconcreteraising.com. That's expertconcreteraising.com. John, what are you doing? Get in my car. So why are you walking to work? <sighs> Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They're draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Oh, wait. You're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code REFUEL for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code REFUEL. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code REFUEL for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code REFUEL. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and says it loud and proud. You can watch your favorite hosts like Prager, Hewitt, Tatum, Sebastian Gorka on the channel that believes freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. The news channel puts truth ahead of agenda and won't be bullied by big tech. By the way, uh, you can uh, go to uh, find the antidote to mainstream media at snc.tv. You can check it out. We'll uh, see if we can get Brad, Jack, and I on there as well. Because, uh, I mean, the more the merrier. 651-289-4488. Again, Brad, Jack, and I have learned if you talk about something enough, eventually it happens. <laughs> well, we'll see what we could do here. At any rate, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. Standing orders to the production staff uh, today, G-Money, uh, back on the other side of the glass, is if you disagree with me, you get on first. Now, on a beautiful day like today, the fact is I don't blame anyone for not sitting around on the phone waiting to get on the air. But uh, if you do, especially if you disagree with me, you get on the air first. 
and I would hope to hear from people who disagree with me because I keep trying to drum them up. I mean, literally every two years, I send out an invitation to all of the major elected DFL officials in the state. Really, I mean, to, to Senators Klobuchar and Smith, <laughs> I'd love to have either of them on. I don't even get so much as a, a of a snide uh, brush off from any of them, uh, along with the Congress people. I mean, we've got Representative Craig. Uh, we've got uh, Rotgut Dean. Oh, I probably shouldn't call him that on the air if I want him to come on the air. He's one who seems like he might actually take a chance. So I should probably speak nicer of him on the air. Uh, and, of course, uh, Ilhan Omar and, and Betty McCollum, who, I mean, Betty McCollum doesn't have. <sighs> if intellectual fireworks were gasoline, Betty McCollum couldn't drive around the inside of a Cheerio. I mean, that's not being insulting. That's accurate journalism. Let's be honest. Betty McCollum is if if brain if brains were air, she could not blow up a sandwich bag. I'm sorry, folks. At any rate, uh, I don't. I, I send her the invites, but my heart's not in it. It would be it would be a massacre, folks. <sighs> At any rate, let's. Not, I mean, all the other DFLers that matter as well here. I mean, I've sent them to Mayor Fry, uh, Mayor. Uh, uh, St. Paul guy. I, Carter, thank you very much. Mayor, Melvin Carter, Keith Ellison, Steve Simon, uh, Julie Blach. Uh, none of them respond. They, they never, they, they, they have taken debate off the table. Just like most Democrat nonprofits will not debate their conservative opponents. For example, it used to be you'd occasionally get town hall meetings where you'd find, say, representatives of gun control groups, uh, having a discussion with members of Second Amendment groups. Well, that stopped cold, partly because every single time it happened, the good guys won. I mean, you look at the guys from Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus going up against the likes of Nancy Nord-Bentz. I mean, if we're a boxing match, it would get stopped 30 seconds in on a standing eighth, assuming it wasn't a knockout by that point. That's pretty much what it was in every case. So, of course, they don't debate. They're not going out there to to appeal to people who are discerning enough to be swayed by a debate. They're going out there to find people who are driven by emotion and swayed by chanting points. I'm not going to say there's no Republicans like that. I am just going to say that becoming an actual conservative takes a little more intellectual firepower than that to sustain it. I'm talking about a conservative, not a populist. At any rate, much more on that to come. Now, one of the issues that we've been hammering on this past year, and one of the reasons I think that you have so many people on the left saying, hey, your Republicans should stop hammering on all these social issues because you're going to lose, uh, is, is the battle for our nation's children. And you know it's cutting close to home for them because the latest group of the large nationwide group of Mothers against uh, of, of the latest group of mothers going out there against indoctrination and the uh, dissemination of pornography into elementary schools under the guise of sex education. Uh, you've got the entire leftist noise machine referring to as uh, moms for Nazism or Nazi moms or something, like that, which means, of course, that they are neither Nazi nor uh, nor not a danger to big left. When they say things like that, you know you're getting over the target. I mean, absent any actual clear and present link ideologically and intellectually uh, to Nazism. Certainly, the left, with its rever reverence for the likes of Che Guevara, uh, has a lot, uh, and, and for that matter, Lenin and Karl Marx, has a much closer link to totalitarian tyrannies than anybody on the right does. But you got to know they're getting a little bit scared about this. I mean, playing with people's kids and trying to do it without parents finding out about it is is not redounding well for the institutions of the left and the institutions of business. I mean, Target's business has been shredded. By the way, I think I've gone close to two months now without a trip to Target. It can be done here, folks. It wasn't, I mean, there's things I miss about Target, like being able to find groceries and everything else I need in one place. But you know what? It's worth it. But 
the Democrats are having to do a lot of deflecting, a lot of gaslighting, a lot of name calling to draw attention away from the fact that they are kind of coming for the kids. We saw a couple of episodes like that this past two months and this past two weeks here in Minnesota. For starters, we talked about this a bit last week. During the session, the DFL authored a bill to change, to amend the Minnesota Human Rights Act to remove a reference that created an exception to attraction to minors under state law, to under state human rights law. In other words, it said we cannot discriminate against anyone on the basis of religion, uh, race, religion, uh, creed, uh, nationality, national origin, sexual orientation. So far, so good. And it specifically said, except when that orientation is towards minors. If you like him under 18, you're not covered by the Human Rights Act. The DFL sponsored legislation to slip, uh, strip that provision out of state law. The Republicans justly and fiercely fought back, but they lost on a straight line vote, straight party line vote to take that line out. Now, the DFL's line to defend this uh, amendment to state statute was, well, orientation isn't a crime. That's true. And oh, and by the way, pedophilia is not an orientation. Let's accept that as a fact for purposes of argument. Doesn't matter. What it means is, given the fact that the law means what it says it means, in other words, what's in the law is what the courts count, what's not in the law or case law directly related to statute, doesn't count. So last year, in 2022, if, say, a school employee were fired for wearing a T-shirt saying, uh, young love is, is, is love, they, they would have had no basis under state law because state law said, well, you're not protected by the Human Rights Act. Next year, in 2024, when the statute officially is changed and someone gets fired for, let's just say, expressing an interest in younger, not acting on it, pedophilia is still acting on pedophilia, is still illegal, but being in- oriented that way and expressing an interest that way in public is now protected behavior, or at least is not unprotected behavior. And we know this because it's been removed from state law. And if it's not in the law, then it remains for a court to decide whether it's covered by state human rights law. And there is nothing in the statute right now that would prevent someone who lost a job for expressing an interest in 17-year-old and younger prey uh, to, to take a case to court with a reasonable chance of winning and thus enshrining in case law that attraction to minors, not acting on it, just feeling it, is protected by state human rights law. I have a standing bet with a modestly prominent Iron Range politician that that's exactly what's happening. This Iron Range politician, who is the scion, shall we say, of a family of what used to be considered relatively moderate blue-collar Iron Ranger DFLers, thinks it's not possible. There's just no way this would allow that. The, 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 the DFL isn't supporting this sort of thing. To which every Republican responded, then why go through the effort to not only strip it out of the statute, but to keep it out against a ferocious attack by Republicans and a few moderate Democrats before they were whipped into line. At any rate, when we say, don't you dare say big left is coming for your kids, that's what we're talking about. That and the advertisement this past week of plan, by, by Planned Parenthood of Mankato for a, and I quote, sex ed summer camp for Mankato area youth age 15 to 18. It's coming up uh, about a week out here, a week after next uh, it's a it's a day camp with uh, lunch provided, and by the way, a hundred fifty dollar gift card for all participants 
upon completion, you can apply if you're interested uh, through July 19th. I have a hunch that this day camp, there's just no way, no how this is going to end up uh, as, as something that's going to wind up keeping customers coming to Planned Parenthood, the sponsor of the sex ed day camp, uh, coming back for the rest of their lives. Am I right? Anyway, don't you dare say the institutions of Big Left are out to indoctrinate children. No! Perish the thought. It's only in statute and coming to a day camp near you. Oh, more on that coming up in a moment. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. We've just begun. road construction in minnesota if you're behind the wheel work zone safety is part of your job too slow down in work zones remember slower speeds save lives put away distractions and keep your eyes focused on the road move over when you can to give crews more room to work when we all work together everyone gets home safely this message brought to you by the minnesota department of transportation the minnesota broadcasters association and this station Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which consists of myself, Brad Carlson, uh, King Banyan, and Jack Tomczak, the new guy, who normally is coming up after the top of the hour today. But there's a change. A.K. Kamara is going to be guest hosting today, uh, which is going to be great because I've heard him on the air before. He's going to be soloing today. And every time a new person uh, fills in as a guest host of the Narn, a conservative angel earns their bright red wings. And so this is going to be great. A.K. Kamara in for Jack Tomzak coming up after the top of the hour. Tune in. I, I will be. Anyway, so um, so speaking of, of big left coming for your kids. Now, I, I, I try not to get too dogmatic about social things. I know uh, the Salem hosts uh, have, have made a very good case why the social the battle for the social issues is the big issue. In fact, it directly drives the battle over economic issues in our society today. I get that. I do. 
in fact, uh, the the battle for our society, the culture war, is rapidly becoming inextricable from the the battle over the economy. I mean, just making America a better place for business and and a more prosperous place, as laudable as that is and as inextricable from conservative ideology as that is, isn't the whole battle these days. That being said, I don't fight the culture war with the same, on some issues at least, with the same vigor that some of my conservative friends do. For example, I have been involved in in the world of art and music in various ways for most of my life. Have more than a few friends who are are gay, even a few who are transgender, and you know, in most cases, it's been fairly clear we disagree on a lot of things politically, not all of them, uh, and and yet we agree to get along and focus on the things we do agree on. Which, by the way, is what people usually do. And when I say people, I mean people who are either independent or conservative. There's a lot of research out there that says people on the left, progressives, leftists, uh, internalize politics to the point where they make it the center of of much of their economic life as well. For example, uh, boycotting companies that are aligned with the right in any way, shape, or form is part of the, the financial fiscal economic DNA for a good chunk of the American left in the way that it has never been for the right until really recently. It's been completely anathema to us. I mean, I, 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 I didn't go, I didn't patronize a lot of products that the right has been boycotting for various reasons for a long time before those boycotts came out. I mean, I, I, I boycotted a lot of leftist organizations because they were donating to gun control groups long before I, I did it over any of the other social, uh, social and cultural war issues. So I'm on friendly terms with, with a fair number of, of uh, gay friends, even a few transgender friends. In fact, a few that are transgender uh, Second Amendment ad- advocates, people who are cognizant of the fact that armed transgenders don't get bashed. If you're a Second Amendment advocate, you cannot escape the logic. And I support them in that. And these are people, by the way, who have no uh, issue in uh, and uh, no apparent need to force me to believe anything uh, about them or, or, or about gender ideology. Hence, we're friends. <laughs> they know better than that. And vice versa. That being said, and I don't think I've talked about this in the show before. I, I, I don't care for drag. When people talk about drag shows, I mean, when you talk about drag story time, let's just back it up and talk about drag itself. I don't care for the entire art form of drag. And not because it involves men cross-dressing. I mean, guys wearing dresses and wigs to play a role. I mean... All the female parts in Shakespeare's day were played by men in dresses. And let's go a little more modern than that. Monty Python's Flying Circus, which shaped much of my sense of humor as an adolescent, as if you couldn't tell. And Kids in the Hall, which carried much of that tradition on. Uh, they were cross-dressing years, decades ago. I mean, Monty Python's Flying Circus goes back to the late 1960s. and. At least on the surface, they did it for the same exact reason that people did in the age of Shakespeare. Entertainment and uh, a a simple yuck, which is the crux of why I don't care for drag. It's entertainment, and I don't find it entertaining. I don't. Let a thousand lights shine. Think what you want. I I mean, I've had friends who said, you got to try out, see what drag is before you rule it out, and I gave it a chance, and I just don't care. I mean, part of the problem is it appropriates. I mean, that's the term we use these days. It appropriates burlesque, and I don't care for burlesque as a genre either. It bores me stiff, especially the modern version of it, which is uh, what am I trying? I just it's not that I can't relate. I mean, the whole point of of participating in art is to learn to relate to things that you don't naturally relate to. 
uh, or that aren't parts of your life. And art should challenge you. And I, speaking for myself, actively seek out art that is different from my personal status quo. I do. I've learned a lot. I've grown as a person uh, for that effort. I have. I wouldn't change much of it. But not from burlesque and not from drag. As, as far as drag shows showing school children a window into that culture, I mean, the idea is, is, I mean, let's just take it at face value. Okay, so let's start showing grade school children windows into all kinds of cultures, like, say, uh, ultimate fighting or, or eating ghost peppers or going to truck rallies or snake handling or uh, shooting, going out to the range for a day. Let's show them all kinds of cultures. You'll notice that there's a very, very constricted range of cultures that the big left wants to expose these kids to for their their broadening. And I think it's a little interesting that that that's the case. Uh, I mean, being able to tolerate different cultures, perfectly fine thing. I don't you like drag. If you participate in drag, more power to you. Go to it. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say a boo about you for it as far as our culture goes i have to say though in for a penny in for a dollar uh of course the, the current fracas isn't about exposing kids to different cultures it's about undercutting the dominant culture uh drag has existed for over 100 years it's a political subject today because none of the current hot point status uh, status about exposing children to culture is, is it's there for its own sake. Uh, just for purpose of argument, let's just forget for a moment that it's drag like burlesque, uh, which is really just a minstrel stroh version of, uh, of, of burlesque. Uh, it isn't, Let's just forget that it's inherently sexual in nature. All the tropes of burlesque really going back 150 years are just ways to to talk about the big S word in ways that wouldn't get you shut down by the morality police of the day. Except all of that is the case. You can't get around that. Uh, anyway, I I say this by way of leading up to the big story of, of the week, uh, a week and a half ago, the West Metro edition thereof here. Uh, a woman walked into a bookstore out in Chaska, uh, castigating them for a drag queen story hour. And uh, the parents of the West Metro, at least a number of parents of the West Metro, responded by dragging their kids, as it were, to that very bookstore where a drag queen read them a story. Again, live your best life. It's a little galling that the drag minstrel show is just an appropriation of something I find deadly dull, uh, presented under the fairly preposterous premise that people with what people used to refer to as alternate lifestyles are remotely underground anymore. I mean, that's the whole idea behind drag originally is that you, you had men dressing as women to as a sort of a, a, a cultural code to be able to talk about same sex attraction without getting your head busted by by rednecks and bigots. Well, OK, but we're nowhere near that anymore. The, the situation hasn't been that way in places like the Twin Cities, certainly for nigh on 50 years now. And it's certainly been <laughs> legally discouraged for at least that long, at, at any rate, how do you get from any of that uh, without saying this is an attempt to expose children to a highly sexualized art form? Anyway, I, I do what you want to do about drag. The idea that Metro parents are tripping over themselves to signal their virtue by, <laughs> again, pardon the expression, dragging their kids to a minstrel show. Yeah, not so. I mean, that that's the part that I find a little unseemly. I, I wish I could do a blind exit poll of the kids that were, I'm not going to say dragged to the bookstore. Let's just say hauled unceremoniously, uh, stuffed into minivans and hauled to the bookstore to see how many of the boys were kind of creeped straight out or bored out of their minds by a rather portly man in a dress. I mean, not to body shame, but I mean, big guy in a dress, uh, 
desperately wanting to be pretty much anywhere else but consuming that particular piece of entertainment, I, I would... The, the mind reels in wondering what the actual children there were, were thinking because they didn't get themselves to the bookstore. It takes a parent who says, my kid's going to spend their day, their morning, in a bookstore listening to a story written by a drag queen, or read at least by a drag queen. It doesn't happen by accident. Kids don't wander around Chaska into bookstores on their own. It's not like a little kitty mall down there. No. I, I would love to be able to do an exit poll of children without their parents hovering over them to to find out what the, they, especially the boys, really thought about this. I don't know, and I will never get that chance, but it's it's human to wish. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Go nowhere. The fun is technically 7-8's done, and yet still just beginning. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. For over a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. It's also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. A new bill in Congress would ensure this free, reliable service remains in cars. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Join me to Rally to Read 100 Books. Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit rallytoread.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books, hear your child's favorite authors read their books, and find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school. Subject to rules. Visit rallytoread.org today. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, my band Elephant in the Room got a night off tonight last saturday night we shredded at the uh, excelsior brewing company in excelsior and we are not uh, doing anything tonight i'm going to rest up because it's been a long week but uh, next week uh saturday night up at the anoka legion that would be in anoka american legion just off of main street west of 169 it's uh, not that far out so if you're in the northwest burbs 
Check it out. We'll be there. By the way, following week, two weeks from tonight, uh, we will be uh, at the Spicer American Legion. And then we get into August. We're talking some fun. They're all fun gigs. But uh, we got some new ones coming up here. We're going to be at a Big Guy Barbecue in Stillwater coming up in August. We've got a private party up north. We'll be back at the Bloomington VFW. We're going to be back at Neeson's in September. we got so much fun stuff coming up with Elephant in the Room. This is just going to be an absolute blast. Uh, Let's go to the phones uh, in Plymouth. Paul, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. All right. Hello there, Mitch. Yeah, um, this whole situation with the mom, the parents bringing their kids to the shows, I mean, it, it would really crack me up if it wasn't so sad that you know some of these parents are, like, straining their their arms, patting themselves on the back for, like, not <laughs> exposing their kids to secondhand smoke and, God forbid, you know, any guns in the home. Yes. But, yeah, they'll drive, they'll drive, like, in case of the one woman, across, literally across the metro to go to this. And it's like they don't even realize, you know, some of these kids probably one day are going to need counseling, you know, because they cannot see what they've seen once they, you know, leave these shows. I mean, they're willingly signing up, you know, lining up to screw up their kids, you know? It's yeah. Nuts. And by the way, as you point out, those parents are going to... By the way, thank you very much for your call, Paul. You're absolutely right. And of course, those parents, you're, you're right. They will drive an extra five miles to avoid driving past a Chick-fil-A or a MyPillow store. I mean, that's how... <laughs> and, and by the way, that's I, I'll be honest, that's what you do when you're a parent. Uh, you just, If you're a conservative parent, you have to uh, swim a little harder up the current to not expose your kids to that, and up to and including, hate to say it, pulling your kids out of the public school system. I mean, I don't hate to say it. I would do it in a heartbeat if I could do it again. If I know then what I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, that's exactly what I'd have done when my kids were that age. Now my kids are all, uh, let's just say, adults now. And if any of their kids, if they decide they want to homeschool any of their kids, I will definitely pitch in <laughs> I, uh, if it comes down to that. I, if I could go back, if, if I knew when my kids were in their, I don't know, in teens and tween years that they, you had such a thing as a pod, a group of parents who would team up, on homeschooling so you could keep a relatively normal work schedule back then before everyone was working from home, I'd have done it in a heartbeat. I mean, I've tried to do it in a heartbeat. There's legal exigencies involved. But, uh, oh, I if, if I'd have known it was an option, I'd have certainly explored it and explored it hard because uh, I don't know. I don't know that there's a whole lot of redeeming virtue to putting kids in the public schools anymore. And I say that as... The grandson of two teachers, the older brother of a teacher, and the son of a great teacher, uh, my father. Those of you who came from Jamestown know that my dad was one of the best teachers that ever lived. And I think it's somewhat signal that while he's not going to throw the school system under the bus, you start my dad, who I think may have voted for one Republican in the last 60 years. That would be the current governor of North Dakota, Doug Burgum. Uh I think he voted for it just because he's married to uh, one of his old students and my high school classmate, Kathy. any rate, you get him talking about the teachers union, my lifelong Democrat dad, and he starts to sound like a Ron Paul guy. So, uh, yes, the, the idea that these are your parents' public schools, much less your grandparents' public schools, or for that matter, even your public schools. I mean, I grew up in a public school. I think I got a decent education. Yes, I did. I mean, part of it was the fact that my father was a teacher and made darn sure that I did my homework and I did my reading. And partly because I did an awful lot of reading on my own. I think, I mean, literally, I paid more attention to history than my history teachers did, because let's be honest, most of them were coaches uh, who had to teach something to keep their coaching certificates. So they went with history. Literally, my 11th grade American history teacher let me teach the World War II unit because I knew more about it. Or maybe it was just a fiendish way of keeping me engaged. Either way, it worked. I like to think everyone won in that situation. I don't see a lot of redeeming. I didn't see a lot of redeeming value when my kids were in school. And I wrote about that on my blog at shotinthedark.info. In fact, I'll post a link to that series at Shot in the Dark when I get half a moment here when I get off the air. Uh, a series, if you go to shotinthedark.info, it's entitled, uh, on, over on the categories list on the right, it's called Losing My State Religion. Um, 
you can go check it out. It's a seven-part series about the series of events with my children that took me from being a pro-education, sorry, a pro-public school Republican into what I am today. Someone who pulled his kids out with extreme prejudice, got them into a charter program that wasn't wretched, and today would not only homeschool his kids, but is eager to participate in homeschooling any of his own descendants. It was that wrenching of an incident, and that was back before uh, the the public schools uh, took the turn that they've taken since, uh, say, about 2008-ish or so, when they all but became uh, fully uh, formed affiliates of the DFL and the Democratic Party in in the schools. Red flag laws going into effect sometime soon here. Uh, While I don't wish to cast aspersions on entire social groups, it's worth noting that the last spree killing that happened about a week ago in Philadelphia, a rifle-wielding suspect in body armor, uh, allegedly uh, shooting five uh, people dead and injuring two children in Philadelphia, has been identified as a BLM supporter who shared gun-toting memes on social media. Uh, Kim Brady Carricker nabbed shortly after the bloodshed in the city's uh, King Sessing neighborhood uh, this past Monday. The Philadelphia Inquirer reported, uh, citing sources, said that he was, in fact, uh, a non-binary BLM supporter. That follows on a series of shootings. Colorado Spring uh, shooter identified as non-binary Shooter in Denver, identified as transgender. The Aberdeen, uh, I believe, Texas shooter, identified as transgender. The Nashville shooter at the Covenant uh, Christian School, transgender or non-binary. One thing is very clear. There are some mental illnesses involved there that, that are, and I say this with all due respect and Christian love for people who, who, who feel whatever they feel, but if you accept the idea that there's a certain amount of, uh, of mental I don't know that 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 that, that uh, gender dysmorphia or gender dysphoria is a is a psychological issue. It doesn't take much for a psychological issue to meld with other issues to cause all sorts of results you don't want here, folks. There's a red flag to look at. Thanks for tuning in. AK Camara coming up next in for Jack Tomzak, Brad Carlson tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Get in my car. So why are you walking to work? <sighs> Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They're draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Oh, wait. You're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200. What? That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code REFUEL for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code REFUEL. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code REFUEL for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code REFUEL. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at SNC.TV. That's SNC.TV. 
Back in 2013, I had an idea that homeowners like you who are looking for new siding, roofing, or windows might prefer one short meeting with an industry expert instead of three long-winded, high-pressure salespeople trying to push only one product, especially if they end up with three separate quotes either way. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. Thanks to you, this is the 10th anniversary of My Three Quotes. I tried to think of a good anniversary special, but then I realized that the service is already free, there's never an obligation to buy, and it's already the easiest possible way to get multiple contractor bids emailed to you without all the hassle. Whether you've already had some bids or are just starting the process, multiple quotes from me are a must with the wide range of prices and quality for siding, roofing, and windows. So let's celebrate 10 years of homeowners doing things the smart and easy way with the best products and installers. Set up an appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. AM 12. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.